Good morning. It's good to be with you as we continue in our looking at the prophecies uh, in the Old Testament that point to Jesus. You know, we're just going to this week cover a few of them. We could spend, I mean, y'all, there's been thousands, if not millions of pages in church history written about this subject. So I'm just giving you a very cursory overview of some of these and some of my favorites. So um, so it, I think it's it's really good practice to see how the, all the Bible fits together and the role of the Old Testament prophets in pointing our way to Jesus. So uh, today we're actually going to look at, um, to me, one of my personal favorite prophecies of Jesus, just because uh, it speaks to a lot of things. This is one of those beautiful, to me, passages that just shows the unity of Scripture. So today we're going to look at uh, Hosea. We're going to be looking at our, our two passages are going to be Hosea. Uh, chapter 11, verse 1, and then we're going to look at Matthew, verse uh, 2, 13 through 15. And, and, and I think I've shared this with you before. One of the reasons why we keep going to Matthew is that Matthew is by far the most Jewish of the Gospels. Matthew was a Jew, so he really is immersed in the Old Testament and is immersed in the prophecies. So Matthew is always seeing everything that Jesus does in light of the Old Testament. So that's why you see so many quotations from Matthew in this week. But anyway, Hosea chapter 1, and then Matthew chapter 2. So let's read Hosea 1, verse 11. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. Okay, so that's Hosea. We're going to unpack what Hosea is in just one second. And then skipping to Matthew chapter 2, verse 13 through 15. Now, after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up and took the child and his mother by night and went to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord to the prophet. Out of Egypt, I called my son. So Matthew is specifically saying that when Joseph... When the Holy Family, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus flee to Egypt for safety from Herod, this is to fulfill what we see in Hosea chapter 11. So I want to talk about Hosea just one second and why Hosea is one of my favorite prophets in the Old Testament. And specifically, Hosea chapter 11 is one of my favorite um, prophecies and in, 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 in chapters in the Bible. This this is a beautiful chapter. It's one that I've read a million times for my own soul. And then what this means in um to, to Jesus. So let's talk about Hosea. Uh, Hosea was an Old Testament prophet, obviously, since it's in the Old Testament, and he's a prophet. Uh, but the prophets were, you shouldn't pray to be a prophet, y'all, because it's not an easy life. Most of the prophets lived very hard lives and were fairly rejected by the people. Um, the life of a prophet is celebrated usually after their death. But the prophet usually is not celebrated during their life. And I think that's true both in terms of um, biblical prophets, uh, also in terms of, you know, historic prophets, both biblical, I mean, both Christian and non-Christian. Uh, most people don't like the prophet during their life because the prophet tends to kind of, you know, call them out a lot. So, um, but Hosea is a prophet and the Lord calls him to marry Gomer and Gomer's a prostitute. And in and, and Hosea's life, is spent in a cycle of seeking to redeem Gomer from her sins. And that is a beautiful allegory for how God is constantly seeking to redeem us from our sins. And, and Hosea is just a beautiful book of God's overwhelming grace. And the reason why I love chapter 11 specifically is because 
I love um, verse one says, I called Egypt out of, out of, and right now he's pointing to Jesus, but he's also talking about Israel. Um, and Israel was a child. I loved him out of Egypt. I called my son. The more I called him, the more they went from me. They kept sacrificing to the Baals and offering incense to idols. Yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them in my arms. I led them with horns, horns of cords of human kindness. Um, verse 8. How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adamai? How can I treat you like Zebulun? My heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my fierce anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I am God and no mortal, the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. I love that verse because you see God's overwhelming love for the people in spite of their sins. So Hosea is talking here about the sins of Israel in the past. This this is talking about Israel in the past. However, it's also pointing to the future because it says, I, when Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt, Egypt I called my son. That's what Matthew's talking about here. So if you remember in the, old, in the New Testament, uh, Herod um, sought to destroy uh, Jesus. The wise men came, said, we've come to worship the, 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 the one born king of the Jews. Herod sent them off. And then they were supposed to come back to Herod and report, and Herod was going to go kill Jesus. Well, the Lord warns the wise men, they go home another way. Herod gets angry, and he kills all the infants two years old and under. So to escape this, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus go to Egypt, and they remain there till Herod dies. So you see in this passage, I love this because you see so much of the Old Testament narrative fulfilled in Jesus. So let's think of the Old Testament. What happened in the end of Genesis? The sons of Israel, the 12 the 12 tribes, Jacob's children, there's a famine in the promised land. So what do they do? To escape from the danger in the promised land, they flee to safety in Egypt. And remember, um, Joseph had already been sold in slavery, was already a prince in Egypt, and he prepared a safe place for the children of Israel to be safe. So in Genesis and Exodus, to flee from the safe, to flee from the danger in the promised land, the people of God escaped to Egypt for protection and safety. Then at the right time, God calls the people out of Egypt back to the promised land. So Hosea is both talking about what happened in the past. When God called the people out of Egypt, back to the promised land, but pointing to the future, because he does the same thing with Jesus. Do you not see how, not only do you see the specifically specific prophecy fulfilled in Jesus, but you also see a fulfillment of the Old Testament narrative. That in Israel, and they're fleeing to Egypt for safety, that right there is not necessarily a prophecy to Jesus, but it's definitely a pointing to Jesus. And that in the same way, that Israel fled to Egypt for safety and returned back to Israel at the right time. Jesus fled to Israel for safety at the right time returned. And so Israel were the people of the new covenant, of the old covenant that was seen through the law. Jesus is the path of the new covenant filled by grace. So, so do you see how neat it is that it all fits together? That Hosea is speaking of Israel's past, but pointing to the future of Jesus. And then Jesus, and what he does, he reminds us, particularly the Jewish audience, of Israel's past and how he fulfills it, but fulfills it in a better way because it's no longer a new covenant of law, 
I'm sorry, it's no longer an old covenant of law, but it's now a new covenant of grace. So do you see how it all fits together, y'all? It all fits together. And when you see the stories of the Old Testament, when you see the prophecies of the Old Testament, you see how they're fulfilled and how they're enlivened even by the New Testament. So I just love, I love Hosea and Hosea's story, but I just love this notion of in the same way that Israel fled to Egypt for safety and God called Israel out of Egypt to return back to fulfill its purpose and promise. Jesus fled to Egypt for safety in the same way at the appropriate time, God called Jesus out of Egypt back to Israel to fulfill the promise of the new covenant that he had for Jesus. And then for all of us, I just, golly, all that, isn't that beautiful? I mean, the Bible's amazing. And not just is it, not just is it amazing, but it's truly stunning to see the connections and, and the and, and the prophecies and the way it layers upon each other. And that's why I'm, there's an old song by a Christian songwriter, Wes King. Uh, he says, I want to read my Bible from cover to cover. And um, you know, of all the great gifts God's given us, there's no outside of Jesus. <laughs> there's probably no better gift that God's ever given us than his word. So I would encourage you to 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 keep studying these things, to see how they fit together. Uh, to see how this all works and just to see the beautiful patterns and the way it all connects and the way, the way it all points to Jesus, y'all. The way it all points to Jesus. All the Old Testament, all the prophecies, all these things, they point to Jesus. So I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. Um, it's just cool. And I would encourage you to read Matthew. And if you have a study Bible, you're going to see that a lot of your study Bibles are going to correspond to to when it says this was done to fulfill this prophet it'll point you to the actual verses and i would encourage you to take some time and do that so um anyway thanks for uh, being with us today for our favorite one of my favorite things in the bible and uh, tomorrow we're going to pick up with another really cool example um from the old to the new testament thanks for being with us have a great day